Hi, shotties. I'm Raga. And I'm Gia. And, and welcome, welcome to Espresso Shot, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything from mental health to coffee. Everything we brew, we brew for you. <laughs> Raga, what are you drinking today? I am drinking my regular Americano hot with an extra shot. What are you drinking today, Gia? Okay. <laughs> so, um,. Our friend Shreshta, shout out to Shreshta if you're listening, um, she works at Longhorn Coffee at the, the SAC, the Student Activity Center, um, at UT, because we both go to UT. Yes, we do. Slay! <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she's a barista there, and she's like teaching someone how to make a frappuccino. And so... She was kind of like, who wants a free Frappuccino? Like a mystery Frappuccino? <laughs> she said it so weird. Yeah, I know. Who wants a mystery Frappuccino? And I was like, mm, That I sounds very <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> Anyways, it's like, it's it's giving peppermint, mm -hmm. but also vanilla. I think she said it was like a peppermint, not peppermint coffee base. Yeah. When they use like the peppermint cream base. For, like frappuccinos and stuff yeah which is like very interesting but hmm it's kind of good okay i mean as long as we feel pretty solid about it yes I'll what would say. you what would you rate your coffee my co okay mine's the same order always i would say it's like it works it gets the job done and i like how bitter it tastes Raga. <laughs> controversial i know i know i know like i i get it because i we both love strong coffee and yeah. i think that's what we bonded on mm -hmm. but why why quad shot i know okay see the thing is i never started out liking americanos mm -hmm. and then i tried it once and i was hooked and then i like okay at one point in the semester last year because i like don't sleep because like studio things which okay to anybody listening by the way i'm a design major so i'm working on studio a lot all the time um but you know that means i need my caffeine intake and so at one point the regular stopped working on me, and I needed to start adding an extra shot, and that's how we got to a quad shot. I think, I I'm concerned, <laughs> so I I really hope we stop at the quad. We don't go up to a, to a five. I would hope not, but it's getting to the point where quad doesn't work either. So I get like an additional every day. Oh no. No, it's yeah. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, I don't know. Gia, what do you drink? What is like your regular? Okay, so I am a strong coffee person. Right. I there's a lot of like memories associated to um to like strong coffee. Like my dad strictly drinks black coffee because he says that anything else isn't coffee. It's just like milk and sugar. Oh, I agree. I need to meet your dad. Yeah, I know y'all would get along so well. Um if my dad is listening, shout out to my dad. <laughs> and I don't know. So that's like what uh, how I started drinking coffee. I would drink like instant black coffee, mm -hmm. and then eventually I started experimenting with flavors and like I'd add my, cho my chocolate syrup and then mm -hmm. my almond milk and then make make myself like a little mocha. Yeah. But like if we're talking about Starbucks drinks, um, I tend to get a caramel latte with an extra shot of espresso. Um, because I like my strong coffee, but I also like it to have like a like a nice even sweetness. But if I'm feeling iced, I'll do the same thing iced, or I'll do um, it's very specific <laughs> a cold brew with some almond milk, a pump of hazelnut, and a pump of white mocha. 
and it's really good it's not like overpowering in sweetness but it's also like nice and strong but also i have like three typical <laughs> starbucks orders <laughs> and my third one is a strawberry acai refresher with lemonade Ooh. Mm-hmm. okay so not caffeinated at all yeah. <laughs> it has a little bit of caffeine but like nothing compared to miss braga's <laughs> quad shot <Ooh>. yeah <laughs> Okay, and to all our espresso shotties listening at home, get your daily dose of java juice and come have a seat with us. It's, we're all just like so happy to have you and yes. like, yeah. All are welcome and we love you a latte. Uh, <laughs> yes. By the way, you will be hearing coffee puns from both of us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, time to get into the milk and cream of this episode (laughs) yes okay so Gia I talked about my major just a little bit do you want to talk about yours yes of course um so I am a music education major Mm -hmm. um but I'm switching to advertising fun fact I've never taken a music ed class at UT (laughs) I was in marching band for four days and then I was like this does not feel like my crowd like I love the people, but I wanted to do something that involved like networking, and I, I want to live in New York one day. And with music ed, it's it's I personally feel it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. move around when Texas is like the the hub of music education, mm-hmm. and so that's like a huge decision. But also, um, speaking of major switches. Raga, you should talk about that. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. Which, first, I didn't know Texas was the hub of music education. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Um, But, yeah, so my major, as much as I love design, um, I've done design for so long. And, honestly, it did feel like the most logical path for me. I, like, grew up doing art. I painted for a really long time. Everyone was like, you're going to be an artist. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be an artist. And I was like, let's do this, fine arts. And then I realized there is no money there. (laughs) I would be broke. Um, So that's how I switched over to design. And I was very skeptical at first, I remember too, because I was like, it's not like it's painting. You sit in front of a computer, how hard could it be? (laughs) And then I started doing it and it was like very, very difficult, but like the good kind where you feel like it's the right place for you to be. Yeah. Um, and that was like most of high school. I did like design projects for people and I love that it like worked with people and it's not just about like you doing art and you focusing on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got here and you know, the design program, I feel like it promised to be really like progressive and the next big thing in design and focusing on how you can help people. And I was doing all the classes and I have to say, it's been a lot of old-fashioned thinking, and mm-hmm. it, it very much felt like a freshman year of high school art class. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, I don't know if this is even the right decision for me, but luckily enough, UT was very cool, and they just <laughs> <laughs> started a new undergraduate um, program called Informatics, mm-hmm. and that focuses on UI UX design, which... A lot of people don't know this because it's like letters and <laughs> who would know it? But um, So that's basically like app design, user research, that kind of thing. Um, and I was like, that is definitely what I want to do. Um, shout out to Shreshta again. Yes, Queen <laughs> She's the one who introduced me to it and she is why I am very much set on transferring. Um, but that is where we're going now and I want to work in health tech. So, oh my gosh, I did not know this until really? you said it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. So, I want to do UI UX in health tech. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you help people, and that's honestly why I do anything in 
it's like very sweet yeah so there's that and then we're gonna do something with cs in there a little bit because i gotta like ah! empathize with the tech bros unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> and then we're still gonna keep design around just we're gonna do it in like a little certificate program on the side yeah. so yeah we stay creative yeah but long story short um it is definitely the right move for me i'm Are we, oh. are we still recording? Yes, we are. Yes, okay. Sorry about that, y'all. We had a little bit of a tech issue. Technical difficulties. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> which will be expected, especially since we're, like, very new to this. But, mm-hmm. Raga, I wanted to ask you, um, the whole, des- your whole, like, journey with design and being desi mm. and also pursuing, or choosing to pursue a non-STEM major, how, how was that? Oh how was it? God. How was your journey? Just like, how'd yeah. you feel? Okay, um, I guess like initially, I don't know. The thing is, I felt very drawn to it, so I never like questioned mm-hmm. myself at all. It was very much like, this is what I want to do. People can say what they want to say, which they did. Yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, that must be very easy for you, or, ooh, I love when people say this. Oh, you're a design major? That yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> I'm sure you can understand. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, I don't know. I definitely got some weird looks from the aunties which my desi audience who is also like non-stem i'm sure you could relate for sure but um i knew i wanted to do music uh i i played french horn in high school and i'd been playing piano since um i was about six years old so it was something that people always associated with me and it's something that i considered to be a very strong part of my identity and Anyways, I I knew I wanted to do music in seventh grade after I, oh my god, little flex, <laughs> small flex, but I I performed at Carnegie Hall when I was in seventh grade. I did not know that. Oh my god. Not us learning things about each other. You're a musical genius. <laughs> ah, <Okay>. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, it was a junior honors performance series. I think that's what it was called. And, like, I just had this moment where I, like, looked out into the crowd and I was like, yeah, I, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm. And I talked to my, my family about doing music um, as a career. And at first they were like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> like, you yeah. can do it as a hobby. And I, I understand that, that, like, mindset. But um, my grandma on my dad's side is a musician also. She's a singer has a beautiful voice and she was like um, a really big part in convincing my family and I know she's probably not listening to this <laughs> podcast I'll share it with her I really hope she does but shout out to my daddy yes we love daddy yes yes daddy <laughs> and um yeah so realizing I didn't want to do music in a way I kind of felt like I was letting her down because we've always had like a very special connection um but yeah I going back to like the being they see and being judged for doing music I I know like a lot of people in our generation who have judged us for being like non-stem I know that just comes from a place of like not them specifically but the environment that they grew up in like being taught that you're supposed to have 
the best grades in the class you're supposed to go to either med school or you become an engineer like that's just been very much part of the desi structure in a household in a desi household and you know breaking that is something that's been scary but i think we're both really brave for for doing that and i'm i don't know if i mentioned this because uh, <laughs> I, I said i was a music ed major um but i'm switching majors i'm switching to advertising i think i did mention this actually yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, i i'm switching to advertising because i it was something that like was not even on, on my mind when i moved in uh into my dorm and like moved to ut um but i want to be surrounded by people and with music education i would be surrounded by kids which i love kids <laughs> i love 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 kids and kids are people too <laughs> yes they're people but i but it's if i was teaching like a band ensemble mm-hmm. it'd be the same kids over and over again and yes it'll like get older and i'd get a new batch every year but i want to do like adult on adult yes. like networking and you know being in front of executive boards in new york and like mm-hmm. big cities in the u.s because i don't know i just i want that thrill i'm not sure where what type of advertising i want to go into mm-hmm. but um i don't know i've been like considering like event planning and project management and things like that we'll we'll see everything's a work in progress you know yeah that's very cool oh my gosh i am so excited for you Mm. yeah i remember uh before we got to ut talking to you Mm, yes yeah that's how we bonded that's how we got closer because we were both they see creatives that is so rare Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but then i remember meeting you again later in the fall and you were like yep i'm switching majors and i was like that's crazy because i think i want to do that too yeah yeah it was very interesting um but I think, like, thinking about your experience, um, on the flip side, my parents and my family, well, I don't know about how my family felt, because design is very ambiguous mm-hmm. in, like, the way that the industry is itself. Like, you know, design isn't everything. Anything and everything can be designed. And so that's why when I usually said design to my extended family, yeah, I would get questions, but after a certain point, they would stop because it's, like, there's only so much you can try to understand and fail to understand because I feel like when I say design, people think interior design or um, fashion design. Mm, mm-hmm. And I've gotten a lot of people that have been, they've never asked and they've just assumed I'm doing interior or fashion, which is like really interesting. But yeah, um, yeah I want to do the newest kind of design, which is UI, UX. And, you know, that's very uh, techie and not a lot of people know it so I never tried explaining it to my family but I do think on some level it's kind of like um oh we don't know what you do so we can't like relate to how difficult the process looks like yeah so there's always a little bit of judgment there um especially from like you said the aunties yes (laughs) oh man I remember in high school those daisy dinners Mm -hmm. where all the aunties and the uncles would segregate in like different parts of the house Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then you know all the aunties would be talking about SAT prep and all of that Mm -hmm. and that would never come up for me because yes SAT prep but also portfolio things yeah that's like very big for a creative so um I think like judgment from like the smallest parts of it it was never outwardly like you shouldn't do this but it was 
backhanded comments and all yeah. of that. But, you know, my parents, they both come from very creative households. Yeah. So on my dad's side, we've got writers, teachers, um, musicians. Wow. Um, so, like, that's I've always had endless support. And, you know, my mom, she did design. <gasps> that's, I, I didn't know that either. Look at us, like, I learning know. things about each other. Yeah. That's so... I, tell me more about that. I want to yes. hear about your mom. Yes. Okay, so she did design for a little while. Um, back when I was a kid, but she made like book covers and stuff. So, mm -hmm. and this was when design was barely a thing. You know, people wouldn't think, oh, you should hire someone to do a book cover. It'd always be like, go on Microsoft Paint, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. Um, but you know, she was working with like the early versions of every software. So she's like kind of, she knows what she's doing. Um, wow. Should we give so. shout out to your mom? Oh yes, shout out to my mom. Shout out Raga's mom. I hope you're listening. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and her side of the family is also extremely creative. Um, you know, all the women are like very much like into visual aesthetics and wow. stuff like that. I love, I love talking with them about this stuff. But both sides of my family, very creative. And um, so I feel like if I sat down and explained design, I feel like I'd get it. Yeah. Um, but they were always supportive of it. And it was just, you know, coming here and seeing people here kind of. Um, judge me about it a little bit more but at that point I was very set I was like you know sometimes you do things and you just know that that is the place you have to be and that's where you can make the most impact in the world so other people can't you know deter you from it is kind of where I came from yeah so, yeah for sure yeah. thank you for sharing yeah. I, I loved hearing that um, <laughs> and we've mentioned it a few times but we go to UT Austin and I wanted to like ask about how was the how was the process of choosing the college you wanted to go to? Ooh, okay. I guess for me it was very easy. I was very set on okay. <laughs> That's a lie. I wasn't very set on <laughs> IT. Um, so I started high school and I was uh, fully intending on going to USC mm -hmm. or Cal oh Arts. Oh my god. Oh really? my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Oh, my straw just made a weird, a weird noise. <laughs> Not me drinking my frappuccino, my mystery Your frapp. Your mystery frapp. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay, so okay. you were talking about colleges and yes. USC and... Cal Arts. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, because back then, I still wanted to be in animation. We had a very short phase of time where I was like, I'm going to work for Pixar and make like kids wow. movies. Um, it never felt right. I feel like that's the thing with me in design. Like, I was like, I know I'm good at it, and I know I could do a good job, but it never fully clicked mm -hmm. until I sat down and I thought about it uh, the summer before college apps. Yeah. Yeah, and then for the shortest period of time, and I say the shortest period of time, because I can guarantee it was maybe three and a half weeks, I was like, maybe I should be a doctor, which has never happened in my <laughs> entire life. Which, um, me and being a doctor would never, ever, ever ever work it, it, we're not compatible <laughs> um, but I was also like I think the only reason I do anything is to like help people or affect people's lives in some way and so yeah. when I sat down thought about it um, I was like I think I want to do health care and design something where it mixes the two because health has so much to do with people but it like lacks the empathy and design is all about empathy so mm. you know there's it's like slowly starting to grow design in health tech so that's wow when I came to that conclusion that's when I was like I think I want to go to UT for sure because UT has a, a grad program 
that's um, specifically for design in help. I think it's called Design Institute of Help or something like that. Uh-huh. It's like so specific to the two uh, main things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's also very niche at the moment, so I was surprised that they had a program. So I was like, you know, you go to UT, you can kind of like meet people that are in that field, uh, you know, like speak to professors that kind of have connections to the field. and. That's where I came from, and I think knowing my portfolio too was kind of like, I, I feel like I'll get in and I feel like I'll go there. But yeah. I was so sad that UT was the only school that I even considered ever wow. at all. I safety schools, yes, but I was like, I know I'm gonna go to UT. Yeah. And then you know I came here and I was like a little disappointed by the program, but the good thing though is that there was options. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What about you? What did you consider? How was the process for you? Okay, so. Um, Getting admitted as a music major, very intense. It's it's a lot. It's rounds of auditions. You submit your regular app just like everyone else, and you have a preliminary round, which is recordings of auditions, and then you do your in-person. But all my in-person um, auditions were over Zoom. Mm-hmm. I um, it's funny because I toured UT like my sophomore year. Not even toured. Like we just. My family was going to, I think, San Antonio, and we were driving through Austin. And they're like, let's drive through UT. And I was like, no, I'm not going to UT. I, I don't know why I was so against it. I just did not want to go to UT. And so a few years go by. New York has been my dream, like, all this time. And I got into NYU for music education in I think it's the Steinhardt Music of it. Uh, sorry, Steinhardt College of Education, mm-hmm. who also has like music education. Um, and I got in, but it was just too expensive. Mm-hmm. And something that I wanted was big city feel. Um, I wanted a place with a really good music program, connections, and. And UT has a really good music program, too. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of like, ah, I don't know what to do, but NYU again. Just too expensive. And so Austin just kind of felt like the next biggest thing. And the more I started to think about UT, the more I just kind of like fell in love with it and fell in love with the idea of, fell in love with the idea of just being here. Mm -hmm. And then I made another visit to UT by this point I was already like considering roommates and everything I found my roommate um, her name is Michelle shout out to Michelle (laughs) and we just clicked instantly and something about her just like felt like home to me and then I again like I was saying I um, went to I toured campus and fell in love with the atmosphere here I love the music building I love just like looking at the tower and I could like I remember walking around campus and being like I can see myself sitting on the front lawn mm-hmm. like I can see myself studying on that bench over there like I could like almost see it happening yeah and I kept really weird but I kept getting deja vu Ooh. or should I say deja brew deja oh no ah. <laughs> <laughs> no not the bad coffee puns I told y'all that they were coming <laughs> You didn't see that one, Raga. You didn't. I got you by surprise. Yeah, I did. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it, like, my dad and I both got deja brew. 
when I got here and something about that just felt very comforting to me and so I don't know I remember the second I got home um, after that three-hour car drive I'm from Dallas I'm from the Dallas area I'm from Frisco um, the second I got home that's when I was like I clicked that um, accept admission button yeah, that's so cute. Sorry, that's kind of a long story. No, yeah, um, but yeah. So I guess like that's kind of just who we are. Yeah, we want to introduce ourselves. Yes. Um. Okay, so that is all we have for you guys today. All our shoddies. Yes, espresso shoddies. <laughs> um, Raga, how do you think? our first episode went? I think it went pretty well. Uh, I learned things about you. Yeah, I learned things about you too. <laughs> like things, like I really got to know you. I feel like we, we knew each other, but like we didn't like know, know the yeah. little details. Yeah, I'm very happy about it. And this is only the first episode, so I'm very, very excited to see yes. what's in store for ah. us. Um, a little teaser for the next episode. Gia, do you want to talk about it a little yes, bit? Yes, yes, of course. So next episode, we will be talking about imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. um, career growth, and specifically like hustle culture at UT. Um, I'm sure, or I hope that we have <laughs> like people listening from everywhere, but we're kind of going to be talking about like the UT specifics but I mean, of course, this is all like general too. Everyone oh, yeah. deals with yeah, imposter I'm sure syndrome. Yeah, relate to it. Yeah, and that'll be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. So please look at our Instagram, espresso underscore shotties, and that's S H O T T I E S. Like, get it? Like, shoddy, but <laughs> like espresso shot, espresso shotties. <laughs> okay. Yeah, are you doing okay, Raga? Yeah, how are you doing, Gia? I feel great. I was so nervous at the start. Like, (laughs) I think I was talking a little bit too fast, but, like, it's okay. I always talk fast. We've got the quad shot. Yeah, I'm, like, shaking a little bit. Even This is, like, my second coffee of the day. Oh, I see. I've had to cut down on coffee. It's been kind of bad. No, I should. Theoretically, I should. (laughs) Yes. Yes, please. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Um, and Raga and I have one more coffee pun for you. Oh, yes. And that is, have Have a beautiful beautiful day. day. Bye, guys. Bye.